when did you realize like you were a good marketer? Dude, I realized I was a good marketer before I started marketing. If that's how, I mean, uh, I've always been really good at sales. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even, even at a young age, my dad hired me to sell flooring when I was 14. Okay. And I went in as a 14 year old. These are, I'm I'm competing against salespeople in his business through like their full-time career selling flooring. Uh huh. We've been selling flooring for 20 years, 30 years, whatever it is. Right. I spent two days just like reading the back of every piece of flooring, like every sample. I'm like, okay, this carpet's good for this. This tile is good for this. This wood is good for this, whatever it is. And then the next week, because I only worked on weekends, I was like, I was 14. The next week, I sold more than the entire sales floor by myself. Mm. And I did so every week for like three or four weeks back to back until he fired me. And at the end of the day, marketing, how I look at it, and this is what interests me in marketing. Marketing is just sales at a mass scale, right? It's mm. like sales is one-on-one or sales is in a group setting. Mm. Marketing is, is to the billions. You know what I mean? Mm. I can take the ability to sell a product. Mm-hmm. To understand why it is that someone wants to buy it, what are the problems that it's solving, uh, and what are the solutions it's creating for those problems, and then I can go and distribute that at a mass scale. That's what interested me. I was like, dude, I can spend a thousand dollars and I can reach, you know, a hundred thousand people as an example mm-hmm. with this sales pitch, as opposed to like me manually selling one person at a time every mm-hmm. single time. And mm-hmm. so that's what interested me the most. So I was always good at sales. I, I always grew up selling things. I always grew up being forced to be in sales situations. Uh, I, I was, I always had a way with words, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? And so I just translated that to digital and was like, dude, if there's a way that I could like be good with my words and not have to do a one-on-one and limit myself to sales commissions, mm. but I could expand and reach thousands, millions of people. Yeah. That's that, that was really intriguing to me. Wow. Yeah. I think, um, so my journey f- to marketing has been fairly new. So I was, I always knew I was good at sales. So as soon as I got my real estate license, I was like, dude, I know I could figure this out. I know I'll work hard and I'll figure out how to sell. And then I started doing that. I freaking killed it. And then same thing with real estate investing. I was like, all right, I want to be a real estate investor. How do I find deals? Started finding deals, killed it. I started working with Ryan at Future Flipper. He hired me as a COO. And at the time we were doing like, I, they did less than six figures in in sales or whatever, and then um, first thing I did, I was like, "All right, show me your leads." You know, got in the podio, started calling the leads, and then started selling or whatever. And then we scaled it just by pretty much like trial and error, like a lot of like, "All right, let's let's post and say this, okay," and then slowly like that's how we grew the whole business, and then. Now, you know, we're, tr- we're really trying to master the paid marketing, which I think is completely different. And, and I don't know what the difference is. So like, what is your, I guess, opinion on like paid marketing and organic marketing? Love that question. Let me get into something real quick before I jump okay. in. Because you said some pretty cool stuff there. I think a lot of people have this confusion that like, you got to have everything planned out yeah. when you go to start a business. Yeah, and no. it's very interesting to hear like, yeah. You know, the grit that it took. And you're asking me, you're like, dude, what, what, when did you realize you were good at marketing? Like, dude, I just got really fucking good over the last 10 years. You know what I mean? Mm. Like nine years ago, like I didn't even know how to log into a Facebook account. You know what yeah. I mean? So like things progress over time. You just get gritty. You get your hands dirty. You, you learn from as many people as you can. You implement as much as possible. And that's what I always did. Like when I first started, and I'm sure you were the same way, I didn't say no to many things that were in my domain. Yeah. Like if someone was like, hey, what do you think about like we build a landing page and we do this? I'll be like, yeah. great idea. I'm going to go learn how to build a landing page. You know oh. what I mean? Whereas like, I'm sure like when you guys first started, someone's like, 
you use a CRM. You're you're not like I don't want to learn how to use a yeah, CRM. I'm like, like okay, it. yeah. Let me you want us to do a VSL? We'll do it. We'll and figure like, it out. I don't know what the hell VSL exactly, is. right? Yeah. And so like I think it's very important for people listening, like especially if they're early on in their journey, like you got to say yes to a lot of things so you can build that experience and you can really like understand that to get to the point yeah. where you are an expert. Like the reason people want to talk to me or want to hire me is because I've used all these tools. I've, I've experimented with so many different things yeah. in the space that I know what works. If someone tells me I want to do this, I'll say, good, we need to use this software, this software, this software, this software. And here's how we need to do it. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Take me back six years ago, seven years ago. I'd be like, all right, let me look into it and let me figure out exactly what I need to do. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think just important. I think a lot of people always have this assumption. I need to figure everything out. Sometimes you just got to not have anything figured out and, and just go yeah. and go and go and go. And, yeah. and that's how you get there. But paid versus organic. I think we're in an interesting time in the world because I think um, paid is very similar to organic more than ever now. Meaning mm. uh, back then, paid and organic clearly look different. Yeah. You're like, oh. That's an ad. That's a, that's an organic post. And I think now we're faced with the challenge of like, how can we make the paid ads seem as organic as possible? So okay. instead of, for example, uh, running, you know, an ad of uh, someone talking to the camera and pitching, we're running an ad of someone with a green screen pointing at something, uh-huh. trying to teach something or talk about some flip that they did or whatever the case is, right? Yeah. Because it feels super organic because that's what people are used to watching. And so mm-hmm. we experiment mainly with the hooks. Uh, and we're trying to hold people's attention as long as possible. And when we're thinking about ad creative, we're obviously trying to get them to the to the click or the pitch or whatever it is that we're trying to do. Uh, but we're trying to mask it in mm-hmm. a way that if Facebook and Instagram didn't say the word sponsored, mm-hmm. that people would think that that person was posting it. Mm-hmm. And that's been a huge game changer uh, this year, especially because I feel like attention is so short now. Mm-hmm. And uh, even I catch myself doing this. I'm an ads guy and like I'll swipe through stories. And if I see sponsored or an ad, if like in half a second it doesn't get me, I just swipe. Mm. I just swipe the story. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I'm like, okay, add, add, next. Okay, yeah. friends post. Yeah. So that's the challenge that we face now uh, uh-huh. in the ads world. Uh, but the difference, dude, is it really comes down to like how warm the audience is. Mm-hmm. In a in a organic content base, right? Like I have an event in January, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, agency founders, we basically, uh, agency owners basically come in. It's five and 10K a ticket. It's pretty expensive. Okay. If I post on my story and my posts... I'll sell a hundred tickets, mm-hmm. you know, for this event for very high quality people that don't even need a sales call. Mm-hmm. They're just like, send me the link. I'll pay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, we run ads for the event to sell the other hundred tickets. Yeah. Uh, and we have to be very clever. We have to be like, okay, how can we put something where people have to give us their information? Cause they want to get this one thing, Yeah, whatever it is, whether it's a training, whether it's uh, access to pricing, whatever the case is, right? We put some sort of barrier and my sales team's job is essentially to follow up with those people. And it's a way harder sales process, right? Like yeah. we might spend 60, 90 days calling someone over and over, having different calls to get them to finally buy a $5,000 ticket. Yeah. Whereas with organic, doesn't matter. My rapport is there. It's already built up. So organic is the best thing you can have in a business, uh, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. you can't reach... You're limited to how quickly you can grow if you're purely depending on organic, which is yeah. why I love paid ads. It's just yeah. like if something works, you can just like spend a million dollars on it and make two million dollars back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 